Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, look at this, kids. It's International Beer Day. (laughs) (laughs) There is a God. (laughs) Wait a minute. I believe now. (laughs) The day before my holiday start is International Beer Day. Uh, Well, for you, it's just another day that isn't (laughs) why. I will have one in my hand before 9.15 this morning. I mean, you have domestic beer day. Yeah. <laughs> you have I'm all. discount beer day. I have them all. <laughs> um, people were asked about beer, uh, their favorite types, uh, this type of thing, just all sorts of different questions about beer. Um, the, uh, the most well-known imported beers are Corona, Heineken, and Guinness. Okay. Those would yep. be the ones we... We turn to the most when we want a imported fancy beer. Um, Stella would be probably a close so? fourth on that, yeah. Yeah. Or there's, Carlsberg, yeah. There's that one, uh, that's right. Although, yeah, I always think Carlsberg is just a Well, I think a it is done domestically now, yeah. but it, it was originally with the horses, right? The big, you know, with the, the big Carlsberg horses used to pull the thing around? Wasn't that the commercial? Uh, it was Budweiser. Was it? Was no, it? that's not Budweiser. I don't know. Maybe I'm making it all up. No, they used to have those big horses. They were huge horses, and they'd pull the 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 uh, the Carlsberg thingy. I don't know. <laughs> um, Stick to the beer. The country with the best beer in general is considered to be the Czech Republic. Okay. Then the other We've had a few of those: German, Germany, Ireland, Belgium, and the Netherlands, all showing up on the list as the best beers. You'd really think Canada would be on that list. I mean, we really pride ourselves in our beer. Yeah, but we pride ourselves based on our American counterparts. Right. 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 We compare our beer to theirs and enjoy it more. Beer is the most popular thing we order at bars. Yeah. Two-thirds of beer drinkers say they have less than five beers a week. Everyone else drinks more than that. (laughs) Uh, the numbers say uh, about at least 20 a week for about 5% of us. Are you one, because uh, I know you partake in a lot of different beers, but would you say, <laughs> do you have a brand that you normally drink at home and then a brand that you, you drink when you're out amongst others? Well, you know, it, it changes. You know how they say, like in advertising, when somebody gets to a certain age, you can't convince them to do anything else. Right. Like they, they stick with what they stick with. And that's not true with me. Like, I I was a, for sure a Coors Light guy forever, and then I was a Bud Light guy. Then I got onto the Land Shark for a long time. Mm. Uh, now I'm into the skinny beers. Right. You know, I'm trying to watch my weight. So the Michelobes and the Ultras. Gotcha. Um but when I go for a pint, I really do enjoy like a, an Alexander Keese on tap. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that's usually, I usually ask if they have that. Yeah. And it was that, we did a Rock Your Block. I always forget the name of it. It's a, it's a German beer, I believe. Uh, and it's got the red, it starts with an S. Stiegel. Yes, that's it. I really like that one. I think it's Czech, actually. Yeah. Is that Czech? Anyhow, that's a tasty beer. Mm-hmm. You, you got a beer you like to order at a, at a pub? Well, it's funny. Like, I enjoy Stella. Mm-hmm. But I don't enjoy the goblet. Like, I find it pretentious. Okay, right, right. <laughs> right. I, right. Think, I, think, I think too many people order it just for the goblet. Right. Like, they want to they wanna have a different looking glass mm. because it looks like they spent more money on it. Right. Right. And, and uh, uh, you know, for the most part, yeah, at home I'd be a light 
beer guy because I feel like if I'm buying a full case of it, mm. I should probably take it easy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm totally uh, brand driven in terms of whatever's got the best free stuff in mm. it. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. If I'm getting a hoodie out of this one. <laughs> that's, Bring that's it on. Coming home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My dad used to say this, that he was losing his taste for beer, and I never quite understood that. But I think I'm heading that way. Like, I'm, I'm much more of a wine guy. Now, I would never go to a bar and sit at a pub and order a glass of wine. Right. I, I wouldn't do that, unless we were having a meal, perhaps. But uh, always uh, go for the uh, the pint first. Yeah, big frosty pint. Ooh. Mm. There's something with the Stella that I'm not... I, I like them. They're fine. I mean, I don't think there's a beer I don't like. I'm not a huge Guinness guy. I'm really weak when it comes to... And I don't like a lot of the uh, the craft beers. They, they, when you get the real... Um, Hoppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the beer snobs. Right. No, I'll, I'll have that moose knuckle plus. Right. <laughs> it's always an animal and a, <laughs> and a body part. part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so strange about that. Anyhow, yeah. Or the funniest thing, of course, is, and we said this before, someone sits down at the pub and they say, tell me what you got on tap. And then the poor person rhymes off a thousand beers and I'll have a Bud Light. This story, I think, will make uh, some women giggle and most guys cringe. Scientists in China are working on a new contraceptive for men that uses injections and magnets to heat up and shrink your family jewels so they'll stop working for a while. <laughs> now, I'm sure they're good scientists. Right. But I'm not trusting anybody from China around my junk right now. I going to say. <laughs> you got a lot of making up to do. They might hold off on the science for a little yeah. while in China. <laughs> uh, so what they do is they inject nanoparticles made of iron oxide into your bloodstream. But you don't get... A shot directly into the baby maker, so that's good at least. Okay, right. Yeah, then yeah. They, you don't yeah. want that. <laughs> just gonna uh, just gonna go down there with this needle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cough <laughs> or don't don't move. Yeah, don't move. Uh, then they use magnets to draw the particles down towards your junk. Okay. Once they're there, they heat up, which somehow shrinks your dingles and makes them warmer. <laughs> and when that happens, they. Uh, they can't make the baby batter required to get anybody pregnant when they're all warmed up. What are they saying? Like 99.7% effective? Is that uh, something, like yeah, that. something like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the great things about aging. Every now and then, every point zero three explode. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the great things about aging and that I just don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. Right, yeah. Uh, they've tried it on mice so far and uh, the effects seem to last about a week. Poor mice, eh? They're just doing their thing, roaming around. Wait a minute, it lasts a week. Yeah. So, so every week you had to get this done? I don't know. Not sure. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's like when, when you went to get your shot. Like say say you uh, say you knew you had a big w- w- date weekend coming up or something. Right. You know, you you book your appointment, you get your shot. <laughs> you, go, you go to the bar, you run over a couple of magnets and go to the bar. Yeah, yeah. you're collecting <laughs> magnets all over town. <laughs> Just flying in here. It'd be like, it might as well just go back to the condom. Like, hang on, baby. I just got to rug these magnets over yeah. my balls first, and then we're good. Everything returns to normal size after a month or two. So I guess even your uh, your, your fellas shrink up. So it literally shrinks them down. I guess so. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I'll just do the old promise of... <laughs> I promise, babe. I promise you won't get pregnant. I've done this a thousand times. You'll be fine. We are, collectively, we are so delusional. 
Many of us think that we could hold our own at at least one event at the Summer or Winter Olympics. <laughs> and we're not just talking about, like, air rifle and curling. <laughs> really? Somebody sits there in their lounger, watches somebody fly down a mountain at 1,000 miles an hour or swim like a fish and go, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. The how hard could it be mentality is yeah. strong. Right and li- listen, we're in the midst of a pandemic where everyone thinks they know more than you mm-hmm. know than, than the next person when it comes to it. Even those who have studied or dedicated their lives to researching these things, mm-hmm. right? And it's incredibly insulting, you know, to athletes who have dedicated years of training to go and say, "Well, I can throw a stick. <laughs> 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 I do dives off the diving board at my pool all the time." Oh, yeah. Somebody's Never sitting there a splash. Watching the guy on the balance beam going, yeah, I could spin around like that. Sure. <laughs> Your arms would crumble underneath <laughs> you like a piece of paper. And any time you try, like, it is it is very impressive to, you know, to watch any sport. And then, and then, and they, they do it so well, and it seems so easy. But if you're ever put in that position where you get a chance to try it. Like, I remember once years ago. In like a father-son hockey game when my youngest was playing, they put me in net. I had never had goalie gear on in my life. I didn't realize how hard it was to even see the puck under your feet. (laughs) And then you watch, you know, the NHL or any level of of, uh, competitive hockey, and and they're just dancing around out there, and and you you really do. You have to try something, I think, to have an appreciation. Listen to it at the bar. Like, have you ever watched it? Let's listen to some guys watching the game. Oh, yeah. Well, this guy can't skate. (laughs) <laughs> Skate circles around. Trade him for a bag of pots. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's awful. No, I know. Right? Yeah. You know, like, uh, I've played a lot of golf, no. right? And, and you know, people, oh, you, you'd be really good. Why did you ever go pro? Because the difference between liking mm-hmm. the game, mm-hmm. uh, being, you know, mildly good at it, and being a professional at something. It's, it's huge. It's miles away. Yeah, it's that OHL to the NHL thing, right? Right. Yeah. Well, not even that. It, you know, listen, I, I'm a hockey dad. Right? And my kids are like, oh, dad, I want to I make the NHL. And I flat out told them, you're not going to make the NHL. Not a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell. And Evan's first reaction was like, who says that? Right? <laughs> Other parents are like, do you actually say that to your kid? I was like, Yeah. Well, like, oh, really? Parents are shocked that are you would shocked? say that? Why would you say your kid wouldn't make the... I'm like, <sighs> because I have to drag him to practice. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. people who make the NHL, you don't have to drag it to practice. No. no. Right? And, and I've seen enough of the minor hockey development to know that the best kid in the, on the ice mm. in any given day isn't making it. Right? Yeah. And, and so it, it's such a massive climb. Right, when you look at okay, the history, the hundred years of the NHL, like a thousand people mm. have played in it. Yeah, right? like there hasn't been that many. Look, you know, and, and you're right, and it's, you see some of these young kids. Like I remember when David was playing, and he was just a house league kid, and he made it like like just to that select level. So like one step above house league, and so he, you know, he he did his thing and he enjoyed it, and that was enough. There was a kid I remember who, when I think David was like about eleven or twelve. And he had moved down to Windsor from wherever he was. And in that move, he couldn't get on to it. I think he'd been a triple-A player or whatever he had been. And he, uh, so he just had to play house league for like a season until the new season started up, right. whatever the deal was. 
This kid at 12 years of age, I swear, they, they should have put in a rule that he had to circle the ice twice before he could take a shot. Because he was <laughs> his scoring every time he touched the puck. The reality is, probably today, that kid is probably running a, 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 a Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just because you are that at a certain age does not mean that you have that ability to, to, to go to the next level. Well, and, and listen, most of us don't have the ability to persevere at something to get to that Olympic mm-hmm. level, no matter what it is, right? And and you can tell because I used to be of the mentality, too. It's like, oh, man, you went to the Olympics and didn't win a medal. You really failed, mm. right? And, and I've changed in in actually having participated in some sports since then uh, and looking at it going, you know, if you went there and you got to that level of competition mm-hmm. and, and you you know, set a personal best and didn't win a medal, then you got beat by people who were better at it than you. Mm-hmm. And and these people strive to do better next time. And we'll, we'll work for another four years to get the chance to do it again. Mm-hmm. Where most of us would look and go, oh, man, if I went to the Olympics and got fourth, I'd shoot myself, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it's that mentality of persevering and actually dedicating to something most of us don't have. Men, this is shocking, a lot more likely to say they can hold their own at the oh, Olympics. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, I can throw a stick. There's no way mm. you can, you know, you look at javelin and, and, you know, even things like ping pong, right? Mm-hmm. There are sports out there that they just make look easy. Sure. And, you know, curling is one. Really, oh, How hard could it be to, to slide something along the ice? Well, you know, you got to stop it. That's the key. It's the whole thing. Look, I, I hurt my elbow doing a cannonball recently <laughs> into my pool. So I, I'm going to be Olympic diving. There are many questions as to how that could happen. And I, and I must, I guess, wrap up here by also saying uh, no insult to Buffalo Wild Wings, by the no, way. I, no. I, I love them and would happily be a manager of any of their locations. <laughs> if you use the sound of Darth Vader... That breathing sound, uh, you're gonna you're gonna owe Lucasfilm because they trademarked it in 2009. Lucasfilms applied to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office for something called a sound mark, which is a trademark on a sound. Really? Yeah, I guess there's probably other examples of certain pings and pangs and noises that companies use to identify themselves. Yeah, and it's their thing. Wow. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like the like the sound when you turn like windows on. Yeah, that noise. Um, uh, like I'm sure, like video games, you're right. Yeah, but I don't know the Darth Vader breathing sound. Like my CPAP makes that every night. <laughs> <laughs> Do I owe Lucas for that? Maybe, oh, maybe. If you look at the price of a CPAP machine, maybe I am paying him. <laughs> yeah, between that noise in your bedroom and all the other pings and pangs that are going off with the <laughs> equipment that helps you sleep, your bedroom must sound like intensive care. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing a few beeps. <laughs> At this point, I'm, I'm happy to say I'm a few beeps shy of an ICU. <laughs> Do you have a night nurse? There's, no. There's not a lot of crashing and banging happening there either. Do you have one of those uh, Craftmatic adjustable beds? I would take one, yeah. actually. Yeah. If that were an option yeah. wow. <laughs> that's in my budget. And as a fella, you get that V going. It's decision time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been married. I'm, I'm just using it to watch TV more comfortably. I love that one commercial with the one bed. Where they see they show the guy sleeping or the wife sleeping, and they, they show that you can put a, like a glass of wine on the other side, and it and it won't spill. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I've always wanted that bed, but just for my own experimentation, <laughs> I think I would wake up in a U every morning. Adrian just be trying to choke me out. Yeah.
Charles Schultz, the guy who created Peanuts, uh-huh. is in the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. Hockey Hall of Fame? That's right. He wasn't in the NHL. He didn't play. He was just a huge hockey fan who did a lot of Peanuts strips about hockey, so they inducted him. That was good of him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess. People driving below the speed limit are much more likely to uh, get in an accident than people driving above the speed limit. Get into an accident or cause an well, accident? Well, probably a bit of both. I would think when you probably get in cause because if you're driving under the speed limit, you're probably a bit of a nervous driver. Right. A white knuckler, as they say. Mm. Boy, yeah. they can frustrate you. And, and, and not even if it's going under the speed limit. Going the exact speed limit mm. is a frustrating experience. You know, like, like mm-hmm. near my house, it dips down to like 40 right. in front of a park. And, and that feels like I could get out and walk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every now and then, like, especially if you're driving through the city, you like, you'll, you'll come across, you have to get around someone who's riding a bike, and then you got to stop at a light, and you realize that bike is going, like, the exact same speed. <laughs> as you, they might be getting there faster. 40 kilometers, you're, you're doing that speed, and Andre DeGrasse is <laughs> running by you. That's right. Uh, a scientist in, the Antarctic, uh, in Antarctica tried to murder one of his co-workers, because he kept spoiling the end of a book he wanted to read. <laughs> like, your life isn't tough enough. You're a scientist in Antarctica. I just want to relax and read a novel. What you reading, Titanic? <laughs> well, I got a story for you. It doesn't end well. <laughs> it's the uh, first arrest for attempted murder ever in Antarctica. Okay. This is shocking. Reports uh, suggest that alcohol was involved. How many people would there be there? I, yeah. Like, it can't be that many. No, you wouldn't think. We've seen these movies like The Thing and others where they're they're just kind of there. Yeah. You know, you don't step out and see your neighbor very often. And do they have a police force? Yeah, one guy maybe. <laughs> Ed, come here. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith met Will Smith when she was auditioning to play his girlfriend on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She didn't get the part because she's five foot even and the producers felt she was too short. Oh. Will didn't think she was too short. No, maybe. no, 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 no. Uh, in China, Guardians of the Galaxy is called Interplanetary Unusual Attacking Team. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't feel like the same good movie. It doesn't have the same ring to it. No. James Smithson is the man who donated the money to the U.S. to start the Smithsonian Institute. He was British and never visited America, and no one knows exactly why he decided to give the U.S., all his fortune when he died. Really? There's some relatives, I'm sure, who are <laughs> rightly PO'd about that. <laughs> yeah. You get to, they're like, hey, welcome. I'm going to take you to the Smithsonian. Like, no. No. I got free passes. Want to go? No. The flag of the Philippines is flipped upside down when they're at war. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah, I, I've noticed, too, when you, you see the athletes celebrating at the Olympics, there are certain flags mm. that you know, can't be upside down. Like the Japanese flag itself. Huh, right. Right. Because right, it's just the, no uh, the which red. way you're carrying it. Well, because you see the athletes get it and then they're like, oh, no, he's holding it backwards. Right. You know, at least Canada's, you know, there's no backwards to the Canadian flag. No, true. You can do it upside down, but. East Coast and West Coast butter are different. West Coast butter sticks are shorter and thicker. And it all goes back to the butter pressing dairies and the different ways they made the butter in the mid 1900s. So, they, but they must weigh the same, right? For like baking. Oh, I yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a real talent there. You you know, if you like to cook, baking is uh, baking is tricky. Oh yeah, it's got to be exact, and you can't open the oven. I'm always getting in trouble for how I cut the butter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sliced the butter. Right, you'd be getting in trouble for how you cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Um, right. 
Oh, this is a good one. Breathing the air in Mumbai, India for just one day, equivalent of smoking a hundred cigarettes. Holy <laughs> 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 Yeah. It's got to be a good life there in Mumbai. George Lucas is making so much money by people breathing in India. A bunch of people were asked online what songs they think have been played to death. Oh, I could give you a list. Anyhow, it's a wide range all over the map from classic stuff to, to current stuff or reasonably current. Things like uh, Baby Shark overplayed. Bohemian right. Rhapsody <laughs> had enough of that. Wow. Uh, smooth. Santana and Rob uh, Thomas. Yeah. Boy, that song, yeah, that had legs. It really did. Uh, Let It Go from Frozen. Call Me Maybe from Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Seger's Old Time Rock and Roll. Sweet Home Alabama. My Heart Will Go On. Uptown Funk. I don't know that I never tire. I like there. Are, I have a list of songs that I never tire of. Right. That's one of them I never really tire of. I like it. Yeah, I guess if it's on repeat... Mm-hmm. Right. Listen, you know, in this industry, there are songs that just that that have longevity yep. that you just can't, you know, necessarily put a finger on. But there are ones that are just, you know, kind of toe tapping one. Tom Cochran's Life is a Highway we sure. played earlier. Never really There's tired one, of it. You know, when I hear it, it's like, boy, I've heard this song a lot. You know, you count mm-hmm. the amount of times in your life you've heard it, especially yeah. if you've had kids who watch cars over and over again. I mm-hmm. uh, think, yeah, but at the same time. If it comes on once a month or sure. so, and he just yeah. you know casually gets back into the playlist, it's all right. Old Town Road from Little Nas X. Right. And uh, Despacito, uh, people are done with. But one of the songs on the list uh, is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Right. Now, this song makes me laugh because uh, when I left Toronto, I hadn't heard that song on Toronto radio in forever. Mm. When I got down to Windsor, it's the national anthem. I mean, they play it every night in every bar at 2 o'clock in the morning because everybody in Windsor thinks they're South Detroit. Yeah, because there's that weird thing where actually they do dip below Detroit, right? Well, that's right. Yeah, so and so the song goes, she was from wherever and he was a boy from South Detroit. So they all think this is, because they all believe Windsorites just look at Detroit like Paris. And the rest of the world sees it on fire. Oh, it's a dump. (laughs) It's a dump. But Windsorites can't love it enough. Anyhow, so they would play it literally at every bar. I swear when my kids were in school, they sang it like you'd have a, a, a some kind of a show. Right. A little, little play being put on by the students at Christmas sing-along or whatever. And in between the Christmas carols, you get Don't Stop Believing from during. It would be in church. <laughs> the choir. <laughs> Don't stop believing. I believe it. There it makes sense, actually. Yeah, well, they, yeah. Yeah, they love it. I mean, literally, Windsor should write a check to Journey <laughs> every month for the amount of times that song gets sung. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.